Hi, my name's Aaron Espindola. Hi, I'm Linda OJ. And welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. Hi, Erin. I'm excited for tonight because we're just going to ad-lib it and think of whatever topics we want to talk about. So I must admit, I was a bit mean when I said no. You want to talk about how difficult it was to get a job in my day all those years ago? Well, the thing is, I I wanted to bring it up just because right now in my household, um, I live with four guys or three other guys, and we're all getting jobs, and we're at that part in our, I guess, life where we're finishing our um, our education and we're at that point where we're looking at getting an actual full-time job and getting a career started so i thought that would be a fun thing to talk about but (laughs) well i mean the difference is obviously we didn't have computers in my day and so basically um i left school at 17 um i saw a a job advertised at a insurance brokers i was a secretary and I went along. I made a mess of the interview. I I was very nervous when I was typing something. But um, and this still is is this will still work today. The lady who was interviewing me, she was called Cynthia. She liked me, and she wanted to give me a chance. And basically, she worked for the guy who was like the head of the whole organisation. So it worked. I got the job. I stayed there until I had children. It was a great job. Um, so it was relatively easy in my day, I think. But today, people don't tend to stay in jobs very much, do they? They tend to move around a lot. And you don't look for an advert in the newspaper. You look on LinkedIn or your friend tells you. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. That's how I found mine. I, I just went in LinkedIn and I found it online. Um, but going back to the fact that you were saying that the person really liked you as when you were, as a person, I feel like that... I really connected with that because the, currently I was looking for a job with BMO and although like I don't have like a finance background, I went to school for just business management. Um, I think someone liking you has a way more important impact on whether you get hired or not than like what you're qualified for because at the end of the day, you can get trained on a lot of things. This is it and Dave, uh, my husband and business partner, he was a guest on the show as you know. Um, He interviews a lot of people, you know, he's worked a lot of um, corporate jobs and it's not how clever you are, it's really not university degree or not university degree, it's how you interact with people, are you a team person, Um, how do you, um, you know, the arguments within a team, not so much confrontation, um, you know, can you grow to trust that person or do you have a feeling about them? And this is why we started this podcast, Erin, because we wanted your generation, any generation really, but we already network for most generations. We wanted you guys to know that, yes, if people get to know you and you haven't yet found a job and they know you're looking for a certain job, they are bound to think about you because they like you, they trust you and they want to help you. And you said it, you can learn on the job, you've got the confidence I think so. And your generation has a lot more confidence than my generation, I think, because you've literally been brought up in the public eye, haven't you? Whether it's texting each other, videos. Yeah, I think uh, for my generation, we're 
we have all those features. Um, but I think also that uh, from like interviewing all these small business owners and the way they want their businesses to run and the people they want to be part of it, it's very customer oriented. So being having like the right team with you, making sure that those cus- those people have those qualities that will make sure that your company looks good and talks to their customers in a good manner. Um, I think that's like a really important part. Like the people skill part is extremely important in business. And yeah, like you said, that's why we started this podcast to tell our viewers and our um, listeners to like, hey, yes, you can have the degree, you can have the diploma, you can get all the certifications and all that. But if you're not good with people, you're probably not going to do that well in business just because it's so people oriented. It's not about it is about what you know, but it's more more about who you know. (laughs) And, you know, if you're shy, you know, and don't really like interacting with people, I'm shy, but I come out of my shell when I do something like this. And also, um, as you know, I went on to start my own two businesses with no college degree or anything. And it's because people like me, I'm honest with people. I've, I've interviewed so many what you would call famous people. And it really, you know, makes me feel good to know that they trusted me to interview them or, or go on my TV show. And it's because of my personality. Um, the other thing is when you're with somebody in a work environment and you kind of, you know, to and fro in, if the other person isn't forthcoming and you feel that you're doing all the work, it can create tension. And it may not be that the other person's not doing as much work as you, but maybe they are too scared to ask for help. So these different, whether it's generations and cultures, whatever it is, somebody like you might notice that somebody needs a bit of help where somebody else might just say to the manager that that person's lazy because i think you've got a good insight haven't you that does play a big role making sure that you have the right people around you um and that knowing that all not all personalities are going to be open about if they need help or not so i guess if you're if, as a business owner like if i have an employee that needs help but you just have to make sure that you ask and be like hey are you okay doing this job that's what we did like we um, when we did like some of their home renovation stuff there was a couple guys that didn't know what they were doing but we'd have to check in on them a couple times be like hey so listen are you guys comfortable with this is this okay like if it's too much just let us know we can not do this or something um and just making sure because some people's personalities are just kind of quiet so they won't really say how they're feeling and then come to find they're getting upset or something so funny story um my mom was lovely uh, but my parents were very strict and they said, you know, if, when you leave school, you've got to get a job. But before you, you know, leave school, basically you should get a part-time job. And I didn't want a part-time job, not because I was lazy, but I was shy. And so I did get a, a shop in a, a shop. I did get a job in a big department store. And they wanted me to measure material and stuff like that. And that's never been my forte. And so I stayed two weeks. And then I left and my mum said, why did you leave? I go, I didn't like the job. But I wasn't wasn't brave enough to even tell my mum that I felt awkward because I couldn't cut the material properly. I was very shy and didn't have a lot of self-esteem. And I think this is where it comes into play. So you're going to work in a bank, I presume. And... It's like we went to our local bank a couple of weeks ago and I got the night wrong. It was the wrong night for the appointment. And I said to Dave, I didn't check in with the lady at the door because she was busy. And Dave says, do we have to? So I said, yeah. <laughs> so um, 
he went to check in with her and she came across and she was so helpful and she goes oh I've looked in the calendar tomorrow night. I'm so sorry. And then she goes, but you look so pretty. Why not go and have a drink and, and enjoy the night? And she was so lovely. Customer service. And that made a difference to me as a customer. But when you're in the work environment and you're working with teams, um, you know, I know people, whether it's in a recession or during COVID, and they haven't been laid off because... They do a good job making everybody else feel comfortable and their face fits. They may not be essential to the job or as good as other people, but don't you find you want to hang out with people you trust and feel comfortable with in a personal scenario? Yeah, um, I feel like that's a really big part of having a good friend group is just making sure that all the personalities kind of go together and they complement each other properly because you don't want to have someone that's really outgoing with someone that's like, gets all bothered and stuff like that Some, sometimes it doesn't work too well because they don't express how they feel so uh yeah in a business environment as well like you don't want you want to make sure that you have around the same personality type just so that they can all get along probably and make sure they- no 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 you're going completely against what i was saying so a good idea would be i had to do a workshop many years ago and it was my first workshop and so i chose the four faces of fred and the women work in the corporate world but this was just a very quick thing I did. so I chose four different personalities obviously they all had different names so I chose you know the um the accountant type of person who loves you know numbers and stuff like that and I chose the one who was more in the scientific area and I chose two others and they're all different personalities and when I did the team building presentation at this organization they were having problems working together because of the different personalities, because of the different work ethics. And now, in this day and age, we have more people from different countries and cultures coming to live in Canada. So, no, that's not what I meant, that you're going to all work with the same personality type, because I find that everybody has a skill set. So what should happen in that kind of situation, Aaron, not your friends, but the workplace, is that either the manager or somebody in the organization says well you're all different personalities let's have a chat about how you can work together because we all have different work ethics don't we or you might do one job one way but another person who thinks differently might do it another way does that make any sense yeah that definitely makes sense if you're trying to get like be all productive but wouldn't it be fun to just a group? <laughs> wouldn't it be fun to just have a group of people with the same personality? Everyone's just cracking jokes after each other, just having a blast. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. But say if you're in um, a techie environment, and I don't know the exact name for these techie guys, but they all, you know, go into the office and they're all talking to each other about the latest widget or the latest, you know. Um, what would you say, um, program that they're all going to come up with. So, yeah, they're laughing, they're joking, they're working together because they're all like techie guys. But let's take a bank, for an instance. You know, you're going to have lots of different personalities in the bank. So, you know, if you are going to go and work in the bank, learn to work with the different personalities. And, yeah, you can have a laugh and a joke, obviously. Sorry I interrupted you. What were you going to say? No, that, that that's pretty much what I was going to say. I was just like, kind of just joking around about that part. Um, but yeah, like I learned it in class too, where the different personalities type, you want to have them in your group so that you're, I guess, more like efficient working together and you can't have the same personality types working together because there was a lot of conflict there. Um, 
but in a friend group it's pretty fun <laughs> after lots of problems moving to canada which is in one of my books but i'm not going to bore you with it now uh, i worked three different jobs and one of the jobs was a shoe store and this was going back 20 years now so um i got the job again because i had a smile the manager said you've got a nice smile we're going to give you the job that would be frowned upon today i'm guessing they don't say that to males but anyhow i got the job it wasn't a very good job but um there was a lot of um the family business relatives you know working there and they were younger than me and a lot of the other staff and they thought they were better than us and there was quite a few times i wanted to leave that job and tell them where to the job and basically I couldn't because I needed the money and I was really good at what I did but that didn't count in this job so that's the kind of thing that you've got to look out for if the the culture within a, a you know a work environment is such that whether it's family members or people who are clicky and they're not giving everybody the same choices or chance if you can get another job, I, I had no choice at that time. The only reason I left is because I had cancer again and I never went back there. I started my own businesses. But that's another problem, thinking that everybody's going to like you and work well with you. You know, it's, you know, I'm sure you being at college know that you have the popular people, you have the shy people. Um, you're probably one of the popular ones. But not everybody likes each other, do they, and helps each other. That can happen in the workplace, unfortunately. Yeah, I have um, my one friend. He used to work at a um, publishing company in Toronto. And he had to walk away because uh, the work environment there was kind of toxic. And he wasn't happy at that point. So you got to make sure that even whatever job you do take, just as long as you're happy doing it. And it's different because sometimes for part-time jobs and you're just trying to make some money as you're doing your study like sometimes those jobs aren't going to be that fun <laughs> but like they pay the bills so you kind of have to go with that but when it comes to careers sometimes people confuse those with like the part-time jobs or like they're not happy and they're going to stay doing that but if you just do that with your career job then you're probably just not going to be happy for a long time i feel like <laughs> A lot of the, again, back to the tech industry, especially certain areas of the tech industry, because there's not enough people doing a particular um, skill set, they can pick and choose. And I dislike the ones that, you know, go through all the interviews and it's a lot of work for the HR and everything. And then they take the job till another better offer comes along, probably more money. I dislike those kind of people. But, you know, I've been told that's normal in the tech industry because they can pick and choose. But I wouldn't want to be the business, you know, the employer that keeps having to look for people. So I'm guessing you are actually, you've off, been offered the job at the bank and you will be starting work there. This is definite now. Yeah, well, they're doing some background stuff, but I mean, I should be starting this week, but I don't know. We'll keep, I'll keep everyone posted. Okay, well, good luck. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that there's people like looking for other jobs because like, as I have this job already and I'm supposed to start, I'm also still looking for other jobs. <laughs> because in case you don't get that job or? No, like just just as um, better opportunities pretty much. Because I know in a banking, uh, like I love banking and all that, but at the same time, I don't want to like close, my, close the doors of like opportunity to other industries just because I got the first job at the banking one. I want to see if maybe I'll enjoy a different one more. So I am still applying to other jobs. Um, okay. Um, I think that's okay. 
to keep your options open in case you go and get don't get this job, but you may be missing an opportunity that, and I don't want to sway you in any way, but the person who may offer you the job, you may not fulfil the requirement. Who knows? But they're offering you the job because they see some potential in you. And I guess you'll never know if it's going to be a fit for you until you do start it. But as a as a mom to <laughs> four, four kids who are all working now, <laughs> please give the job a chance. If, if, you, if you know, please give it a chance and see if you like it. Yes, it's good to look for opportunities, but I've heard the bank that you may be working at has those opportunities. Um, is it primarily that you want the opportunities to earn more or just a different approach to banking, do you think? I think my opportunity that I'm looking for is more or less growing with the company. So it would be making more money. Um, just because I, the one, like the other jobs, like for example, one job that I'm looking at applying to is like being a marketing agent for Danby. Um, which is located in Guelph, and I'm like, oh, their headquarters here. Like, that'd be an awesome job to get into. It's the same field, but like, it's just different. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll enjoy that. Like, who knows? <laughs> well, I know Jim. I know Jim well. He's a lovely guy. He's been on my TV show, and I've interviewed him. Um, all I can say is he's a fantastic employer because basically he has a lot of different cultures. He has a lot of different people working for him, and he he kind of really relates to them and he's a really fair person but I'm going to be really rude and say what kind of marketing what do you know about marketing for me like um I mean like it's the, th the thing with um like my clothing brand and stuff like building Instagram pages I'm good at doing that the problem is I don't sometimes have enough content for the booty beach stuff which like I want to do a lot more like I want to be posting a lot more videos and photos and all that stuff but it's because I know I would I'll be able to build the audience for that and I'm super passionate about that but I just don't have the money to pay for those products yet <laughs> um this is why I always say and I'm not just pointing the finger at you but I always tell my clients if you're looking to hire somebody whether it's contractor you know or whether it's to do your sales or your marketing google the hell out of them and make sure they've done it for themselves because um, in your case you'd be employed by them so I would imagine the last what experience you've got and all the rest of it which is great you've got a lot of experience but a lot of people start businesses or try and get jobs and they have no experience but they think well it's a fun job with a lot of money but it, in in this case a big organization like Danby they want you to actually or whoever gets the job to actually you know do such a good job that the marketing relates to more sales so it's going to be a hard job if if you are able to get it or if anybody gets it it's not just going to be one of those you know okay so i'm good at instagram kind of thing it sounds harsh doesn't it but basically sometimes the job opportunities somebody said to me recently actually um one of my clients said you know um, I think I'm ditching my business and I'm going to start this job because it's good money and it's easy to do. And then I looked at the job requirements and I go, if that's easy, you know, I'm Father Christmas. Um, just be sure if you apply for any jobs, though, that you have got experience in more than one area. So what other marketing things have you done, do you think, to, to give you the skill set? Well, I have like um a good background in doing all of like Google AdWords 
um, doing all of like the SEO optimization so that your website shows up, which all falls into marketing. Um, I done like Facebook campaigns and Instagram campaigns. I've also done like TikTok campaigns as well. Um, but I always have that one underlying issue, which is just I run into money problems, <laughs> so I can't execute it as much as I as I want to. And the sales that I am getting are just paying for um, like just the basic stuff because right now my my overhead's way too high for maintaining my business at. at that's a good point, yeah, for our listeners, isn't it? They they think it's easy, and you're actually, you know, have established a fact. Now, I'll ask this question of our viewers as well, but I'll ask it of you, you know, and our listeners. Do you think you put 101% into your marketing and think of other ways to market yourself if you haven't got the money to spend on the ads and stuff like that? What do you do yourself to do it for free? So, i.e., what ways have you come up with that don't cost any money, do you think? So the way I've been doing it is kind of more or less like organic growth. So that's just posting. It's really time consuming and you have to make a lot of content because not everything's going to like do well because you're not paying for it. Um, so that would be a good way. And then also word of mouth telling your friends and being like, hey, follow my Instagram or just people, whoever you meet, be like, hey, I own a company and like you should check it out and all that stuff. So what tips do you think you want to leave with our listeners about when they are looking for a job, you know, um, I found one in a newspaper years ago. Um, you found one from LinkedIn. So any other ideas? Like, get a, I feel like get a job that gives you opportunity to grow. That's like a big part for me. Like, I wouldn't mind working for pretty cheap if I have the opportunity to learn something and grow and become a better person and a just overall well-rounded business person. That's why I took my sales job. Even though it wasn't the best pay, like it showed me how to talk to people and I was pretty comfortable after that, like selling things. So um, I guess making sure that you get a job that like gets to get you get your bills paid, but also like it teaches you a little bit on the side. That, that, those are good. Um, the only thing I would say is unless you've really, really got to do a job that you don't like, like I did three jobs I didn't like all those years ago. Try and get a job that you're really interested in and think about, you know, how you can better that job. And our daughter's a really good example of that, but I won't go into that today. But normally today when you you are hired to do a job, they often expect you to come up with some ideas how you could better the job or add more to it. So that's my tip. And um, I'm going to say goodbye first as normal because then you do all the lovely goodbyes for us, don't you, Aaron? <laughs> So it's going to be a good buy for me as well. But before that, just for any of our viewers or listeners, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. It's the Next Gen Business Podcast, as well as our Instagram. Uh, make sure to follow, subscribe, and like. Uh, also leave a comment because that helps our algorithm. And um, if you want to be a guest on one of our episodes, just make sure to send us a DM on Instagram. Uh, just We can get you in on – usually we do our episodes Monday. So <laughs> if you want to be a guest, just let us know. Um, and then also check us out on our website, which is www.nextendbusinesspodcast.com. And thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.